0: we have been talking a lot about employment during this global pandemic employees rights the changing face uh, where you might work has changed more people working from home uh, people wondering what rights they have wage cutbacks you name it and today the the unite here local 40 Union has put out a news release. They're very concerned about what they say is the Pan Pacific Hotel in Vancouver trying to get workers there to sign away their current working conditions and to become casual all-on-call staff members rather than the permanent workers that they are. And in one of the letters that was shared, the personal information was hidden, but in the letter that was shared, uh, it starts off by saying, as you are aware, our business is facing unprecedented and ongoing challenges due to the impact of COVID-19 As you are a valued employee, we wish to keep you in the organization and maintain your employment in these difficult times, despite not having the same volume of work as we previously did. Accordingly, we propose to change your terms and conditions of employment to that of a casual employee in consideration of the terms set out below. And then there are six terms saying that the conditions of employment as a casual employee would commence on July 19th. So is this legal? Let's bring in Lior Samfiro partner and national practice leader, labor and employment law at Simfiro Tamarkin LLP. Lior, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Joe. Uh, I just read part of the letter, then there are conditions. So just a uh, face value, knowing uh, what uh, you've heard about this, is this something that companies uh, are allowed to do?
1: Well, here's the thing, Joe. An employer, let's start with the idea that an employer can let an employee go pretty much at any time as long as severance is paid. So this hotel could have said, employees, unfortunately, we have to let you go. We're going to pay you the severance that that you're owed, and and goodbye. They could have done that legally. Well, this employer, this uh, hotel, decided to do something different, to say to their employees, well, instead of letting you go, we're giving you another option, which is to change the terms of employment and become casual, part-time employees. So in that respect, it's not that it's Illegal, it's a question of whether or not it's a good idea for the employees to accept. And that's where my concern is. A lot of individuals may not understand, they may be better off, uh, off actually to be let go than to accept this. Because number one, if they accept this, now this becomes the new terms of employment and the hotel never has to reinstate them back to the old terms. And number two, and perhaps more importantly, is if they accept this and the next day they are let go, they will be getting a fraction of the severance that they would be getting if they simply decided to not accept this and have their employment terminated now. So they're better off to be terminated now not having accepted these changes than later on after they've accepted them.
0: And I guess the, the thought process there, too, is you would like to think that the hotel is doing this in good faith in that what they're saying is true. That we know that tourism has taken a huge hit and that this is the solution that they've come up with to keep the employees, that they're not going to change status and then let them all go. But you're right, you have no way of knowing that if you sign this agreement, right? Right.
1: Well, absolutely not. You you hope and you believe that they're doing it in good faith, but I, I will say this: that if their intention, if their intention was to save a lot of money in by way of severance, that would be a way to do that. Let's have these individuals agree to these changes, then at some point let them go. We've just saved a lot of money in severance. So if that was the intention, it's certainly a way to do that, not a not an ethical or a proper way, which is why I certainly would urge caution to these individuals uh, to be very, very sure if you want to do that, understanding that you could potentially be giving up more than just your current terms of employment.
0: So, if you were, say, an employee, say an employee at this hotel, you've worked there for fifteen years. You get this letter that says, because of the pandemic, we want you to go to a casual employee status. You go to a casual employee status, say, for six months, and then you're let go. Your severance then doesn't count. Does it not count the the fifteen years before that?
1: Well, you're going to be getting a significantly reduced severance. Number one, one of the things that this document does is it it limits their future severance explicitly. And also casual employees, part-time employees would be getting less severance because they're earning less. Than, than regular full-time employees. So it could mean the difference of tens of thousands of dollars in severance, the difference between getting it now versus getting it, say, six months from now. We're not talking about, well, you know, six weeks pay instead of eight weeks. We're talking about potentially tens of thousands of dollars. So, you know, if, would I do something like this? Would I agree to it? No, I would rather be terminated now and get my full severance rather than risk later on getting tens of thousands of dollars less.
0: And I think it's there's uh, eight conditions in total that I see. Number seven, I think, is what you're talking about, where it says your employment as a casual employee may be terminated by providing only the minimum entitlement, if any, required by applicable employment standards legislation.
1: That is exactly right. So individuals have two sources of termination entitlements, employment standards legislation and what we call our common law. So what this asks them to do is to give up that second source, the common law source, which is really the bulk of your termination entitlements come from that, and to to essentially be limited to the minimum entitlements, which is a week's pay per year of service. So something like that for these employees or for anyone that agrees to it could could absolutely cost tens of thousands of dollars at some point. Uh,
0: so is it possible that, that- – And again, we hope that they're being above board and doing this because companies think this is the only option. But is it also possible, like you said, even though the more attractive option here for the employee is probably to take that severance and go. At the same time, if you're a hospitality worker and we are continuing to be in this pandemic, the severance is only going to last so long. And you would have concerns probably and worries about finding work somewhere else.
1: Correct. Although the, the way I would look at it is this: they're going to be earning very less, presum- or very little, I should say, with this new casual part time. So the way that I would look at it, if I were them, is: am I better off? getting my severance, not my full severance, and then finding even a minimum wage job somewhere else, doesn't even have to be in the hospitality industry, you probably would be better off financially than making very, very little money here, not getting your severance. So I I think those are the considerations or some of the considerations that these employees should, uh, should keep in mind.
0: And in the the letter as well, it says the rate of pay will be $24, 40 40 cents an hour, which for many people, I think, would seem like a decent wage. But then it's also the details saying your hours of work and schedule will be variable based entirely on the needs of the hotel. So you could, I, I suppose, go from being working five days a week to even though the wage probably seems fine, if you get shifted down to one day a week, there's nothing you could do about that.
1: Exactly. One day a week, one day every two weeks. You know, I, I can pay someone $1,000 an hour, but if I never actually have them coming into work, that, that becomes meaningless. So it's the same thing here. There's no guarantee of hours. In fact, they're being told, don't expect hours. It's in our discretion. You're going to be on call. Sometimes we may call you into work. I think for a lot of these employees having a consistent job that even if it pays them less than $24 an hour, but it's regular hours, hours that they can count on, plus getting their full severance, that may be more attractive than agreeing to a term that puts your severance at risk and also means you don't know when you're working, how much you're earning. It's really no way to work or live.
0: But companies must not think that this is going to lead to a mass resignation because they don't want to pay out the severance either. So what is, it, what is the end game, do you think, then, by the companies here?
1: Well, I think a lot of uh, companies may assume and often correctly assume that individuals may not appreciate the extent of their rights, that individuals will accept not understanding that there is a different or a better option. Uh, and, and oftentimes that is the case. Individuals accept terms that compromise their entitlements because they don't know any better and, and they don't necessarily know that there's an option too. Uh, So I I understand that, though, from the company's perspective, they certainly are, as many employers are now, in difficult financial situations and they're trying to make ends meet. And it it, it does no one any good to push a company to the point of bankruptcy, because that does mean that there is no entitlement and no payment for anyone. So it, there has to be some sort of a balance here between employee rights and understanding the economic realities of companies, especially during the uh, pandemic. Uh,
0: if an employee signs this and has a change of heart, do they have any way of going back?
1: Not really, no, unless you do that immediately. And I, I do mean immediately the same day. No, once you've signed it, it's something you have to be prepared to, to live with and abide by, uh, and, then, and then you're stuck. And I oftentimes get calls from individuals that, signed some similar documents that they realized in hindsight were very unfavorable. And the answer almost always is, you know, if you signed it, you have to live with it. So be very, very careful before you sign anything, giving up your rights.
0: All right, uh, Leor Samfiru, it's uh, always good to talk to you and uh, have you go through these uh, things with us. Thank you so much for your time today
1: thank you my pleasure
0: that is lior samfiru partner also a national practice leader labor and employment law with samir samfiru Tamarkin an llp well some new re-